Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello there. I am Zach. I'm here with Laura. Well, I'm not actually here with Laura right now, but I was with Laura this week. That was fun. We did a conference last week, which was cool. And uh, she also came to my birthday party, which was fun. And um, this is episode 72. If you didn't listen to episode 71, or if you did, you know that we are working on a new project that we're super excited about and would love to have your feedback on. If we do not have your email um, and you want to give us some feedback, roll over to marriagetherapyradio.com. And leave us your email address. There's still a few days left for us to get um, you the survey, which could shape our next uh, our next project. For now, my microphone is still uh, in the mail, uh, so the sound quality on this one may not be as amazing as you're used to, used to, used to, as you're used to. Um, but I think uh, it's a cool conversation. Stick around. Okay, I have to tell you, I just um, I have an update. So I've been working from like, on from like, like a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, you guys we did record did. these succinctly. succinctly. Uh, I know, I know. So this this is coming out um, after my birthday. Did we have fun? Uh, we had a really great time, and I was an incredible axe thrower, and yeah. you loved your birthday present. And you got to meet some of my friends that you've never met, and they got to meet some, you, and that was cool. And wait, wait, wait. So you have more friends than just me and John and. The other people, John, <laughs> Sean. Oh, Sean, Sean. Yeah, no, I've got, I got, I got like seven friends. So, oh, it's going to okay. be fun. Thanks be, for I mean, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Yes, it was fun. we, we had a great time at my birthday. Thank you so much <laughs> for my t-shirt. Okay, you're welcome. You have an update on something. Well, um, so I just started. I'm kind of addicted to this new beverage, and I'm shocked that I am addicted to it because it's it's apple cider vinegar. Have you ever have you ever drank drunk apple cider vinegar? I have not. So I'm taking apple cider vinegar and I have a little bit of cayenne pepper, a little bit of lemon, a little bit of, I know, honey, a little bit of cinnamon. I think that might be it. So that's the recipe. And then I, I drink that with some water. So I'll fill a glass up with some water and I'll pour some of the apple. I'm not measuring it out very well, but now I'm addicted because it's a little hot. The cayenne pepper is a little hot. And the apple cider vinegar makes my eyes water and the pain is so good. 
but it was recommended. The doctor recommended it for my gut. All right. Cool. Just saying, if yeah. y'all want to try out my recipe, you can Google it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. What's new with you? What's happening in your life? I'm older. Not really, but um, not really. No. Um, let's see. What's new with me? I, well, as you have noted, um, I've been like super busy. I got on this like kind of um, manic work spree where I just was generating stuff. I'm glad you like, called it manic. In yeah. my head, I was calling it manic as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. it was, um, I was supposed to be out of town and, um, then I didn't go out of town, but my, because I was going to be out of town, my family was out of town. And so then I was at home by myself and I just got to like work and I watched all three John Wick movies. Have you seen these movies? Wait, I saw one with, um, no, it's not a movie. It didn't, didn't they come out with like a, ser- a television series on Netflix about John Wick? I don't no, think so. Never mind. But, I'm um, thinking of John Ryan, I think. No, Jack Ryan. That's on it. Jack Ryan. Mm, yeah. He was so sexy in that show. Um, no, John Wick is Keanu Reeves. And the whole thing is like these guys kill his dog. And so he goes <laughs> on this like murderous revenge spree. But I was, yeah. but I was in this like manic rage and I was like, I need to watch John Wick. So I, I totally just watched John Wick for like, I don't know, <laughs> six hours. And then I bought myself a single ticket to the movie theater and watched it at the, and watched the third one at the movie theater. Wow. Yeah. All right. Was, was so how were you, how were you productive and manic while also watching John wick? Do you watch it while you get other things done? Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. really, I can't really do one thing. Yeah. The only time I ever get to watch shows is realistically it's when I'm doing dishes or when I'm folding laundry, which is yeah. why I enjoyed doing those tasks. The other thing is I couldn't pick a movie like, um, like green book or something that has an actual story and a plot and characters that you're supposed to be invested in. You just in. needed to shoot it, shoot them up. Yeah. I just needed like some, like some Keanu Reeves on a, on a mission. I was not a fan of Keanu Reeves and maybe his acting's not great, but I've heard he's a really great human being. He is. I yeah. believe it. And he's making a comeback. Have you seen, have you seen the meme where he does like slow-mo walking to music yeah. from, from the movie? I'll have oh, to send from it the to new you. One. Yeah. No, we just watched that movie the other night too. It's called uh, always be my baby. Little mm. rom-com. But um, he is coming as the comeback. He's in, he's, in, he's in a little bit of a renaissance right now. And also um, the main meme of him is what's called lonely Keanu, where he's just like sitting on a bench. <laughs> he like, looks all sad. And like, what is he, <laughs> what is he sad about? Um, okay. So basically sad. You know what he's sad about, I don't know. Basically, basically Tell probably me. nobody validates his emotions. Thank you. That was the, <laughs> that was the, <laughs> Entire segue. Yeah. Yes. Perhaps it is that nobody's validating their emotions. Perhaps. Okay. Are you ready for what I want to talk about? Yeah. So I have this couple. This is not. This is not the beginning of of me talking like a dad joke. I have. I okay. have a couple. I actually have multiple, many, many couples over the eight years uh, that I've been doing this nine years now that have said the same thing to me, which is, I thought it was really interesting. They said, you know what, Laura we'll sit down and we'll talk and we will sort of hash out our complaints about what's causing discomfort in the relationship. But when we leave that conversation, I find that I still want to be in that mood. It's like, I'm not, it's not like I like to be in that mood, but I still feel a pull to be in that negative mind state, to be in that negative place. And I was like, gosh, that's really interesting. So it's like you you think you've talked it out. You think you've healed it. You think you've processed through the hurt or discomfort, but you still both feel like you're leaving the situation. You're still activated by it and still in that negative place. 
So come to find out that neither of them actually felt heard. They were talking about what caused discomfort, but they didn't actually feel as if their partner had heard them and had validated them for their emotions. So that was the missing piece of the puzzle. So that's what I wanted to talk about. It's like, how do you, how do you hear your partner's gripes and complaints? And even if you don't agree with them, how do you still validate them? How do you help them feel heard? Because my goal with any conversation when a couple has a hard conversation is that they leave that conversation feeling like their partner heard them, their partner understood their point of view, maybe didn't agree with it, but they understood it. And their partner actually validated their feelings as being legitimate feelings and emotions. They weren't illogical or illogical. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good word. Yeah. I think, I think the first thing that comes to mind, honestly, is this idea of how dug in are they? Because Mm -hmm. sometimes you can't, you can't hear your partner unless you actually make a, um, like a concerted disciplined effort to do it. And the way that we often do that is by having them actually take notes. Um, yeah, because when you take notes, you're, you're pushing the content into a different part of your brain, the brain that doesn't, that only knows how to capture and doesn't know how to judge. And then you go back to the notes and say, okay, this is what I got. This is what you said. This is what you felt is, am I right? Did I get this right? Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. what's, what's interesting is people don't do this at their homes. They don't say, hold on one second, babe, let me go get a notepad, which is why therapy is really an interesting and unique place to kind of try this out. But the reality is that often, or sometimes you can't hear your partner because you can't get out of the part of your brain that wants to defend your own point of view. And you must find a way out of that. That'd be, that'd be piece number one. In my office, we pull out a yellow pad. Um, and I don't know anybody who does that at their house, but it's not a bad practice. Yeah, I think it is helpful. So I agree. I, I, and we also do this. I mean, you and I do this cause that's the type of therapy that we practice. We've both been trained in the same way of, of having our partners take notes while the other person's listening. So this, the listener is taking notes just to make sure that they're getting everything down so that they can make sure that they're hearing their partner rather than processing their defenses and judgments and missing everything their partner's saying. Um, but I do find that partners do use these notepads when they're intentional about having sort of like the state of the union at the end of the week. So in, in the midst of, Hey, I'm really frustrated that you came home late from work and you didn't call me. And this is just happening in the moment. They're not going to pull out the notepads, but if once a week you have a ritual where you're going to sit down and you're going to say, I really wanted to talk about these hurts that we had in the last week, this miscommunication, this missed opportunity to connect. And that's when couples have their notebooks. That's when they're in the practice of, of writing down and taking notes. I just, um, I think to me, the, what I've been paying attention to in my body and my, in my office is when I start getting bored. So when couples start Mm -hmm. to argue and they start to talk about, um, you know, the best way to drive to the pool or, um, or what is the right a- amount of time that one is allowed to respond to a text or, mm-hmm. you know, like just stuff that is kind of like, what? And yeah. I start getting bored. That's when I go, Hey, wait a second. Hold on. Are you bored? Cause I'm bored. And they're like, yeah, this is kind of boring. And I'm like, okay, let's pay attention to that because that means we got to move we're going to move into a different part of our brain, right? We've got to move into a different thing and really pay attention to what's going on. I said that to a guy the other day. I was like, okay, now I'm bored. He was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, 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 that's not an insult. It's like, it's a clue, 
that when you're in a mm-hmm. pattern of just like arguing about stuff that isn't the point. Yeah. Um, or my favorite is when somebody goes, that's not true. And I'm like, of course it's not true. Oh. It's yeah. <laughs> you don't remember anything. Yeah. Okay. Let's just talk about that phrase for a second. That's not true. Because thank you. Zach is like literally like pumping his fist. He's so stoked. I teed, um, teed you up. You did tee me up. And, and that makes me feel understood and heard because I told Aww. you that this was something yeah. that really bothers me. Mm-hmm. What bothers me is when couples <laughs> are in therapy and they're arguing about the facts or what's true and what's not true. And here's a big secret to therapy and a big secret to your relationship. You're both right. Okay. All right. Neither of you is wrong. You're both right. There is no truth to be argued about the fact that your partner says, well, I I, I was late because because my phone cord was I don't even know where I'm going with this. When I use the I'm late because of a good reason, I always say I'm late because I saw an accident and I pulled over and called 911 and pulled a baby out of a fiery car. Yeah. Uh Good luck getting mad at me for that. Yeah, that's solid. No, but that's not your point. Yeah. Um, no, but, my point uh, can is, I also is say this part though? Right. And, and yeah. you know what I'm going to say is not that they're both right. Is that they're both wrong. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> you always play devil's advocate. They, it doesn't matter who's right and who's wrong. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. But here's the, what here's does John the piece say? that does matter. John says there's no such thing as immaculate perception. There's no such thing as immaculate perception, which is never heard that. Oh, it's like, so you know what the immaculate conception is that's Jesus and Mary. And then there's the yes. immaculate reception, which is Franco Harris and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then he says, there's no such thing as immaculate perception, meaning nobody has perfect recall. That's so true. Yeah. And nobody's, nobody's true. So when you said I'm getting bored, when couples are just fighting over truth yeah. and, and trying to figure out facts, yeah. that's where I, that's where I get bored. I'm like, this is such a, yeah. this is just, this is ridiculous. I'm like, honestly, but this is a waste would, of your time and your money. Let's, uh, let's, get, let's get underneath this real quick. So yeah, the underneath part is like, let's just drop the fact that both of you think you're right. Cause you're right. Or both of you are wrong. doesn't matter to me who's right and who's wrong. But what I would really love to understand is what you were feeling about this truth that you believe. So one person has a, a perception or they have a point of view. The other person has a point of view and they have feelings that are tied to their own point of view. I felt, you know, dismissed by you. I felt rejected when you said you weren't, you didn't want to have sex with me this morning. And the other partner's like, well, you know, I had this big business meeting and I was really stressed out and I couldn't think about anything and I was late getting out the door. So they both have their own points of view. You can't argue with the fact that your partner felt rejected Mm -hmm. and you can't argue with the fact that your partner felt stressed. Mm -hmm. So let's not argue about that. Instead, why don't you just try validating the fact that your partner was stressed? You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to say, well, if I was in your position, I wouldn't have been stressed. If I was in your position, I wouldn't have been, you know, rejected. Okay. That's not the point. And then, so, and back to the last episode, which I think was 71, where I was talking about saying yes and no at the same time. This is a Mm -hmm. perfect example where she says, I was feeling rejected. And you go, yeah, of course, of course you were. I mean, Mm -hmm. I would, I, I get that. And, and also, also, I don't have time to have sex with you. I got a meeting and my mind is somewhere else. Like Mm -hmm. that's yes and no at the same time, but it's not which one of our emotions is more valid. Um, Right. They're both valid. And you know what else, Laura? Here's a secret. Here's a secret for you listeners. It doesn't cost you anything. It costs you nothing to say, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I bet that, I bet that stung. 
Um, yeah. That, that I'm, I'm sure if I was in the same situation, it would sting for me. That doesn't mean you're wrong. It doesn't mean they're right. It doesn't mean you owe them a favor. It doesn't mean they owe sex. It doesn't mean anything other than yeah. I have the ability to say, yep, I hear you. I totally hear you. I'm not sure what to do with yeah. it yet, but I, but I do understand what you're saying mm-hmm. is true for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true for you. That is 100% all I'm talking about is because people end up arguing over truth. But you don't have to argue over truth. You just have to agree that what your partner is experiencing is their truth. Boom. That was the mic drop right there. There you go. That's that's the only thing you have to do is just acknowledge the fact that your partner has a truth that is different from yours and they have a right to that truth that they were disappointed, that they were sad, that they were horny, that they were hurt, whatever it might be. And you just say, I can see that you are feeling hurt. I can see that you are disappointed. I understand that this is the emotion that you're experiencing. You don't have to agree with it. You're just recognizing that they get to own that truth. That's, that's all I'm getting at. Yeah. And as you say that, I'm aware that like maybe bubbling up in somebody's mind is I don't know how to do that. I don't know. I'm too, I'm too flooded or I'm too angry or too defensive. And I think part of what I want to train my clients to do. And something that I've been learning a lot about for myself is those emotions are just clues. When you are bored or you're frustrated because you're in the same argument or you're defensive, that's just a clue. And it may be a clue for you to go, Hey, hold on. I need to get into a different part of my brain or, Hey, let Mm. me go get my notepad or, Hey, I'm unclear what we're talking about. Um, Mm. Because if we're talking about who's right or wrong, I'm going to probably argue about things that don't matter. But Is there something else that I need to be paying attention to? And I think the Mm. the one category I would put this in is any, any conversation you have, um, if the purpose of the conversation is unknown, then you're going to not, you're going to work, work across purposes. So, um, it kind of goes back to me, like, are we trying to solve a problem or do you just need to vent? Um, Mm -hmm. is there, Mm -hmm. are you trying to connect? Are you asking me a question? Like, is there, Mm -hmm. what is, what are we doing right now? And I'm not saying you, you lead with that. I'm saying when you become confused or you get a clue, you get a clue like, Oh, this isn't, I feel like maybe I'm in, it's okay to say, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Which is, I mean, I do this professionally, right? I go, hold up, hold up, stop, (laughs) just stop. This is going nowhere, you know? Um, and people are like, yeah, this is going nowhere. I was like, let's not do that one. Let's do that different one. And so learning how to do that within the context and confines and safety of your own relationship is, it's a skill. You have to build it. It's an emotionally intelligent what's skill. What's the purpose of this conversation? I guess. Or, what's, or what's hey, hold about? on. What are we pay, doing? Paying attention to your body mm-hmm. and then going, am I in my right brain? Am I in a brain that is going to preserve the, the connection ratio in this relationship? Because if it's not... Mm get out man. get out of that brain or get out of that conversation and say, we need to do this later. You know? Yeah. We need to take a break. I'm just, I'm not able to be, I'm, I'm not able to switch gears like that. I love the idea of just like taking a break. And uh, sometimes when people walk in the door, that's when you want to hit them with the, Hey, I've got all these things. And I, f- here's what happens. Saturday morning rolls around 6am and I turn to my husband and he still wants to sleep for another hour. And I am like, Hey honey, I have a whole lot of things that I'm so excited. There was a comedian. He said, did you tell me this? Oh, I feel like he said, anytime a wife starts a phrase with, hey, honey, 
you know, it'd be really fun to do today. Never ends with something that the husband wants to do. Cause it's like, you know, it'd be really fun. Let's go to the outlet malls and shop for underwear for the kids. Wouldn't that be like the best thing ever today to do in the middle of like a Saturday at 70 degree weather when you want to be golfing. But that's what I do to my husband. And I'm sure he's just like, honey, now is not the time. It's 6 a.m. on a Saturday. And I am not in my space where I want to say yes to you right now. Because all I want to do is sleep. That's It's fine to back out of that conversation. All right. Well, let's wrap this up because I got to go get a camper ready to move. and Go do some things in the Pacific Northwest. Um, It was good to see you last week. It was good to see you too. (laughs) Um. Have a safe trip up to Seattle. <laughs> um. <laughs> Our timelines are so screwed up. In case you're wondering, we're pre-recording this because I am going to be on the road for the next couple of weeks. So we're pretending like this all happened, but it didn't yet. Yeah. I'm still in Salt Lake. All right. All right. Later See days. you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. I have one little tip for you. If there were three words that I wish every couple would eradicate from their relationship, just straight up remove them, replace them. It would be always and never. I think you've probably heard that before, but we never always or never do anything. And if you just want to add fuel to the fire, sprinkle a little always and never around. And the other one is why. When you ask your partner, why did you do this? Why are you so grumpy? Why is just going to put them on the defensive. So just quickly remove that. So every couple remove always, never, and why. And I guarantee you're going to have a little bit more peace in your relationship. Thank you so much for all the time and energy that you're putting into your relationship, making it better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.